Welcome to the Intuitive Way of Love podcast. My guests know they are love in motion. They have stepped up. They've become visible. They trust their intuition. They share unique messages of love and understanding so that we can all have a better quality of life. They want to inspire you to know your worth, to trust your inner wisdom, to take space, to share your precious gifts with the world. The world needs your story of love, your love consciousness, your message. Not tomorrow, today. I'm Dr. Linda Sandel Pettit, an internationally known mentor to intuitive, creative women. I'm on fire to help women rise up and share their intuitive wisdom, to release their sacred feminine values and power. I hope my guest stories will inspire you to step into and share your truth. I want you to take away clear insights for having a higher quality of life and for helping others to have that too. Let's drop right into today's wisdom. Hello, beautiful people from the dry Arizona desert. It's great to be with you. And I like to imagine myself sitting across a, uh, from each other on the patio, just having a conversation. And today I'd like to have a conversation with you about something I don't like to talk about, weight loss. And it's on my mind because it's come up as a topic of conversation in a number of the masterclasses and programs that I offer recently, which has led me to just reflect on how so many of us have a lot on our minds related to weight and food and our bodies and how much um, effort and energy gets expended there that could be put to more use and service to others. So I thought maybe I'd weigh in a little on this topic. So my story is that I had struggled with weight um, all my life from the time I was in my teen years. And it's been um, a difficult challenge uh, throughout much of my weight, I've carried more weight than was really good for me. And uh, about six years ago, I decided that I was going to make a concerted effort to lose the weight because I'd started to have some health indicators suggesting that it was really important that I do that. And I lost 60 pounds. And I thought I had the whole piece licked. And uh Unfortunately, I had a bike accident, a pretty severe bike accident, and ended up wrecking my right knee, needed a knee replacement, which unfortunately, again, didn't go well. And for the next four or five years, I really struggled with um, very restricted mobility and gained back 40 of the pounds that I had lost uh, during the time of the pandemic, especially. And... Uh, was really humbled to discover that I didn't have the whole enchilada licked, as I thought, excuse the pun. So about 18 months or so ago, I actually was folding up clothes that I had bought in the first weight loss and putting them in a bag to go to a local thrift shop, thinking it would be better if someone could use them. And I came to one particular dress. It's a little blue and white number striped number that I just couldn't put away. And I, I held it to my chest in my dressing room and I thought, oh, 
I just really want to be able to wear this dress again. I felt so good in it when I could wear it. And I, I couldn't put it in the bag, and I hung it on the back of the door where I do my makeup in the morning. And I looked at it, and I just breathed a heartfelt prayer to the, the God, the mind, the love, the source behind life, and said, please, I'm willing to listen. Please, if there's anything that I can see that could help me get back in that dress, I will do it. And then I kind of forgot about it. And a couple days later, I came across a Buddhist proverb. I think it's Tibetan, actually. You probably have heard it. It's pretty popular. But it was the first time I had heard it. The secret to living well is eat half, walk double, laugh triple, and love without measure. And a number of thoughts tumbled right after that. One of them was a conversation I had probably 15 or so, maybe even 20 years ago, with a physician, a family physician in the Ann Arbor area. I had gone to see her for my regular physical, and she happened to be a bariatric uh, expert. And she sat down with me and she said, Linda, I want to talk to you about weight. I think you should think about having a gastric bypass. And I was mortified embarrassed, shamed, shocked beyond belief because I really didn't see myself as big enough to require something that uh, monumental to do, that invasive. And I said, no, under no circumstances I'm going to have that. Um, there's nothing in my blood work that indicate that I need to go that far, which was true. There were no indicators at that point that anything was problematic about the weight that I carried at least on the level of lab results. And she said to me, well, Linda, then it's important that you get a handle on a very simple equation. And I said, what equation? And she said, you have to find a way to be taking in fewer calories than you're expending. It's really simple. If you're taking in too many, you're going to weigh too much. You either have to decrease your calories or increase your calorie expenditure substantially. And I will say that I don't think it's that linear, you know, that I think there are things that affect that equation that are pretty um, challenging. Our deficient food supply, our individual genetics, our metabolic rates, our hormones, uh, and our age, the way age and hormones and endocrine factors interact, all probably do bear on that equation. But I still think the simplicity of equation is helpful. Because that's what came to me as I looked at that blue and white striped dress, is you know what? I don't have that down. I, I wear a watch. I wear a Garmin tracking watch. I know roughly what my calories out are every day. I know roughly what my calories in are every day, and it is true. I take in more than I expend. And as I sat with that, not in judgment, just in curiosity, it occurred to me that the next thing for me to do was to calorie restrict, to count my calories. I use the Lose It app. I have it, I have it on my phone. And to do what I could do now that I had found another surgeon who had fixed some problems with my, 
knee replacement and uh, to get more active, to do, to take advantage of the second chance that I'd been given to work with my knee and up my exercise. And then I thought a lot about commitment. And I went to a book that I love called The Relationship Handbook, uh, A Simple Guide to Satisfying Relationships. So not a book about weight loss, written by George and Linda Pransky. I love this book. Um, I've shared it with hundreds and hundreds of people and worked with hundreds and hundreds of people around it to help them have better relationships. But I thought about what can this book offer me as I consider my relationship to my body. And I looked at the chapter on commitment and read George and Linda's description of the definition of commitment. Commitment is a wholehearted, single-minded predisposition to a person or activity. So I thought about that. I'm committed wholeheartedly and single-mindedly. I am predisposed to think first about my love for my body. I had been told years before by a, an intuitive counselor that our bodies are our first love relationship. I've spoken about that in other places. And I love that, that when the soul embodied the relationship between the soul and the body was the first relationship we experienced and continue to experience. And I thought about, well, what would that mean to be committed to my love for my body? And I listened intuitively for the answer. And what came to me intuitively was calorie restrict, 1,200 calories a day, up your exercise level. I set some targets for that that seemed reasonable for a woman my age. I'm 69. And keep that equation flowing in the right direction. It did not occur to me to take any foods off the table. I have done the whole panoply of diets, keto, vegan, paleo. Uh, I'm sure there are a few I haven't tried, but all the major ones, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, you know, I've done those. But what came to me was just not to take any food off the table, but to eat in moderation, to eat half and to eat within that calorie limit. And so I do tend to eat plants and lean proteins. I have restricted wheat and dairy because that's what came to me to do intuitively. And I... Um, occasionally eat little bits of fun things, cookies, cakes, candies, and my special favorite, ice cream. But I listen intuitively every day to what my body wants, and I give it what it wants to the degree that I can, which is usually a pretty high degree. And being committed that way has just freed my mind from all the worry about weight loss, all the thinking about food, all the thinking about my body, all the thinking about diets, all the thinking about nutrition. I just freed up so much mental space to just not be about any of that, feeding any of that with my consciousness because I was committed to a particular simple path around the equation that now guides my life. 
And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that I feel that commitment and engagement with my love of my body. And I'm grateful that being committed to a particular path has really settled my mind and made the whole process uh, pretty simple. So I've lost 72 pounds, and I saw my doctor a couple weeks ago, and she said to me, you know, Linda, you've done so well, and your BMI right now is perfect. It's perfect for a woman your age. It's the BMI least associated with mortality across all causes at your age for a female. You can stop from a medical standpoint. You don't have to go any further. And I was elated. That was the first time a human being had ever said that to me in my adult life. And I'm still tickled by it. I hope you can hear that, just how tickling that was. And I knew that I wasn't done yet. I knew that there was something in me that just was saying, go just a little bit farther. And and so I'm going to honor that. Uh, And I'm having fun playing with the equation and doing that. So I offer those simple thoughts Uh, as little tidbits that were very helpful to me on the road to losing 72 pounds and however many more go end up going with it. One was asking for help with my whole heart from the spiritual source behind life who I know loves me because I am it. I am love in motion. Uh, Holding lightly with, and with simplicity that equation as a guiding rule and being committed uh, to a path, a path of loving myself. And as, as, a path, as a path of loving myself, being committed to the intuitive guidance that came from within about what to, new, to do next. So the journey for me has really been uh, beautifully about living well, eating half, walking double, laughing triple, and loving without measure. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Intuitive Way of Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a minute to leave a review. Leave us a kudos on Instagram at Linda Sandel Pettit or on Facebook at The Wild Intuitive Way of Love. Check out my latest offerings at www.lindasandelpettit.com. You'll find small group programs for women, mentoring packages, and a monthly masterclass series. We'll be back next week with a mini wisdom podcast or another special guest. Don't miss it. See you then.